Hi, and welcome to Failureology, a podcast about engineering failures. I'm your host, Nicole. And I'm Brian, and we're both from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Welcome to our 13th mini failure episode. Oh, you mean 12B? (laughs) I didn't even think about not doing 13. I'm not comfortable skipping a number, though. I, uh... I, it's much, it's too much for my, my hamster on its wheel. It, it has to go in order. Well, we're still going in order. It's like episode 12, episode 12B, then episode 14. Still in order. I don't think so. It's not out of order. 13's not really that unlucky. I really like 13. Yeah, so do I. It's, uh, I was born on the 13th day of the month that I was born in. That's exciting. We're bringing you engineering failures in bite-sized pieces. Make no mistake, these are still significant failures. They just either have pretty straightforward causes or not enough information for a full episode. Essentially, we have a giant list of failures we want to tell you about, but we haven't been able to dig up enough information for a full episode. Also, these episodes are just the failure, no news, and no ads, for now at least. It's like failurology light. This week's mini failure is about the Kankaria Lake amusement park ride accident in Western India. I just want to start off by saying that I love amusement park rides. Uh, Even local county fairs, uh, the Zipper, which is a a popular one, is definitely one of my favorites. Is is that the one that like launches you up in space or is it the one where you you spin around? Uh, You spin around. So it's a long cylinder... And you're you're in little cars, two people per car, and they rotate kind of around the perimeter of the cylinder the long way. And then while they're doing that, they also rotate on an axis. So you spin around. Oh, and then the cylinder also turns in a circle. So sometimes the cylinder's turning in a circle and you come to the end just as it's coming around the top. And so you kind of feel like you're getting flung around. Oh, so there's like four or five different axes of rotation going on? Yeah, and then sometimes... It times it right so that you feel like you're just kind of driving towards the ground and then it pulls you back up again. It's oh, it's this super is, This fun. is bringing back bad memories of, of things from engineering school. I <laughs> had to calculate forces or momentums at a certain point and there's six different axes of rotation and different forces acting on it. And uh, yeah, the zipper is much, much more fun than trying to calculate that in engineering school. But good on the people that calculated it. Yeah, so you're in like a full cage and you have handles in front of you and uh, you also have a lap bar and you your feet are enclosed as well so that you kind of have a lot of points where you can hold on because you if you didn't hold on you would hurt yourself flying around just within the cage because you you do move quite a bit I really love rides when I was a teenager we had a county fair in the town I grew up in when I was a teenager I used to spend the entire county fair which was three days it was a small town pretty much in the ride area just going on the zipper over and over and over again And then I also like amusement parks. So uh, growing up in southwestern Ontario, I spent a lot of time at Cedar Point. It's my favorite. I went there, this was a few years ago now, but I got one of those skip the line passes. And we rode 21 roller coasters in nine hours, which was that's uh, That's definitely worth the trip. And Cedar Point is in Ohio? Yes, it's in Sandusky, Ohio. From where I grew up, it's closer than Canada's Wonderland. So we went there a lot. I believe some of the first astronauts, a, a large portion of the first astronauts were actually from Ohio. So that uh... Ohio actually has a lot of aerospace 
things. That sounds weird. It's got a military museum. Yeah, the Air Force Museum in Dayton, Ohio, which is a great museum that I've never gone to that I would really like to go to. And I think there's some manufacturing done in Ohio as well. Ohio's a really big state. It's a lot bigger than you think it is. You think it's tiny. It's it's not tiny. I wouldn't say it's the biggest state. It's not Texas-sized, but it's pretty big. Brian, what do you think about amusement park rides? I really like amusement park rides as well. Except not a super big fan of wooden roller coasters. Right. I was in Denver a number of years ago. They, they moved around a little bit more, and I, I knocked my head a couple of times into the, into the side of the, the car. So uh, that, that kind of ended the, the amusement park adventure for that day. But I've, I've gone back to Denver since then, and I've spent the entire day at the amusement park. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, the, Denver has an amusement park similar to the one we're about to talk about, Kankaria, in that it's located inner city, both of those parks located inner city, which is... It's pretty cool. Normally, amusement parks are located in the middle of nowhere. They take up a large land area. There's a lot of limitations on the different types of rides and the sizes they can be, especially on the height if they're close to the airport. Um, But to see them inner city is something I'm not used to, but is also really cool. I've also been to the one um, in Denver. Yeah, actually, Denver's got to figure it out. They have in their downtown or close to their downtown, they have an amusement park that is not small. Like it It is a large amusement park. They have their NHL hockey arena. That used to be the Pepsi Center. I can't remember what it's called now. And then they also have their NFL football stadium all within downtown. Yeah, super cool. So back to Kinkaria. A pendulum ride at the amusement park in Western India crashed while people were riding it on Sunday, July 14th, 2019. So not that long ago, I remember hearing about this in the news. Um, So before we get into the failure of the ride itself, I do want to talk about the the amusement park. I did mention that it was located inner city and it's in the city of Ahmedabad, about 500 kilometers north of Mumbai. It's located on the shore of the second largest lake in the city. I don't know this for sure, but the lake is perfectly round on Google Maps. So we're assuming that it's man-made. Also cool fact about the lake, it has a peninsula that juts right into the middle of it. And it looks like it operates a pretty cool fountain and some laser laser shows off of the end of that peninsula, which is really cool. While the amusement park is inner city, it's not right downtown. It's just east of downtown. So it is really accessible to all the residents. So the ride that crashed is called Discovery. And like Nicole mentioned, it's one of the pendulum swing, swing rides. So everyone sits around a circle. You face out. The circle is attached to a shaft on the central platform. And the circular part swings back and forth as a circle spin. So there's a few different things going on in this ride. So sometimes when you're swinging out, you're looking out, and sometimes you are looking in. So I've ridden them several times. I'm sure you've all ridden them at least once or twice or seen them in action. And they've always seemed pretty low risk. Like, they were exciting for me when I was, like, six. They weren't the most exciting ride in in the amusement park landscape. It's interesting because... Yeah, I wouldn't pin this ride as the riskiest ride at the amusement park. Uh, this one seems, like, like Brian said, this one seems pretty low risk. But also, if you think about it, the swings that you ride on, uh, where you're just attached to a train, a chain on a seat, and then the swings spin around and they go up, and so then you're sw- you're kind of swinging around at high level, and you can see a lot of really cool stuff. Those also seem really low risk, but. Also, those are probably pretty high risk because you're not in a cage. You're just hanging on by a chain. You're seated in. If that chain lets go, you just go flying and you're several, 
feet in the air. Yeah, I, I think I've used this the pendulum swing rides to see what other stuff I could do in an amusement park because it provides a good vantage point most of the time. You're up a little bit higher, you get a good 360 degree view, fairly low low amusement level. They're not the most exciting ride. That's a good point. I'm gonna I might try that next time I'm there. Although researching this has given me a new perspective on these rides. Yeah, life pro tip: use the swing to scope out other more exciting things to do. When the Discovery was swinging about 20 feet above the ground. The cable connecting the counterbalance with the shaft and the shaft itself snapped midair and the circular part with the people seated on it fell free about 20 feet to the ground. Everyone was strapped into the ride. They were still strapped in when they fell. There are videos online of this if you want to look them up. I don't think we're going to put them in the show notes, but they are out there. It was 2019. People have camera phones. They were filming this sort of thing. I watched the video so that I could have a better understanding of what happened and where the ride broke and how it broke. But yeah, I mean, two of the riders died during this and I hate watching videos like that. So watch the video if you really want to, but you've been warned. So as I said, two riders died instantly and one rider died shortly after. Pretty much everyone who was on this ride was injured. Uh, 14 of those in critical condition, and all of the riders were from ages 16 to 26. The ride holds 32 people, and it had 31 riders on at the time. So as I said, pretty much everyone who rode this was injured, which is really unfortunate. And, you know, even if you miraculously be walked away from this without any physical injuries, I'm sure you are mentally never the same. This, like all the other failures we've talked about, you just, you don't come back from that. It's something that will always kind of haunt you, I guess, to an extent and something that'll, you'll always be thinking about. This is a, this is a pretty traumatic event. You know, one experiencing the ride, then experiencing what happened to other people on the ride. You're probably witnessing it. You know, you're there first. You're right on site. So you're there before all of the emergency personnel can come and kind of secure the scene. Yeah, like I I assume there's a bunch of people that were standing in line to ride this ride. So they would have had to witness this. I mean, they've essentially watched a bunch of people. Some of them, maybe their friends or colleagues or family, basically fall the distance from from a suburban house, a two-story suburban house. So that's not a that's not a short distance, and it's you know it's not something you expect to happen when you go to an amusement park. Is you know a ride is doing its ride thing, and then all of a sudden people are dropping two stories to the ground. Yeah. So shortly after this accident, the park was evacuated so that investigators could review what happened and also interview the employees and some of the riders. Those responsible for operation, maintenance, and inspection of the ride were looked to for accountability. Following the accident, a special committee was formed to create new rules and a safety audit matrix. Amusement ride operators will have to get clearance to proceed at the design stage, construction stage, and also the maintenance stage of the ride. Local police inspectors will ensure each ride is operating with a license, and the committee will inspect each ride to ensure the audit reports filed by the operator match reality. So that's a really good thing to have. Yeah, and I I think that's something that we have maybe not in the same way, but we have a similar process in North America for amusement park rides. Uh, They do have a safety process that they have to follow. One of the things that I think is important about this failure is that accidents happen, you know, all over the world for different reasons. And I think it's really important to not just focus on your area when you're developing safety policies. I think it's really important to look at all of the things that have gone wrong 
in similar circumstances to the ones you're dealing with in other areas of the world uh, for other reasons and see what lessons can be learned from those to make your policy stronger. And so I think regulators in India learned a lot about this accident. Perhaps some of those could have been learned from other accidents that have happened in other countries around the world. And unfortunately, that's not what happened here. That said, it seems like they have reacted to this. What bothers me more than anything is when these accidents happen and change does not take place. That is probably my biggest pet peeve. But, you know, this accident, like all the ones we talk about, was completely preventable. So there you have it. The Kankaria Lake Amusement Park ride accident in western India. The accident, like pretty much all the ones we cover on this show, like Nicole mentioned, was preventable and the lives lost and injuries suffered could have been avoided had the ride been properly maintained. Thanks for listening to this mini failure episode. For regular episodes, check out Failureology wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to chat with us, our Twitter handle is at Failureology. You can email us at thefailureologypodcast at gmail.com. You can connect with us on LinkedIn, or you can message us right on the Patreon app. There are links to all of these in the show notes. Bye, everyone. Talk soon.